We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? Today's factoid. Did you know that Andy Reid is 20-3 and three, coming off a bye in his career? I'm sure he did. It's talked about a lot, but... He's also 12 and one at home coming after the bye in his career. It's something to feel good about as the Chiefs take on the Tennessee Titans on Sunday night football. This is KCSN Update, your daily Chiefs podcast and video from us here at KC Sports Network. I'm BJ Kissel, founder of KC Sports Network and former Chiefs insider and sideline reporter. And it's Thursday. And normally you would see Tucker Franklin handling KCS an update on Thursdays, but subbing in for him today. And we have got a special guest to help us break down the Chiefs and Titans matchup on Sunday night in ESPN's Teron Davenport, who not only covers the Titans, but is one of the best beat writers out there. He breaks down film. He knows the game and he understands what's going on. And you can see that in the way that he covers the team, both on social media and obviously with his content over at ESPN. Excited to have Teron join us this week. But before we bring him on, here's a quick word from our friends at DraftKings. You can make every play on the field like a Patrick Mahomes deep shot as exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can bet any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. And check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Chiefs are heavy favorite Sunday night against the Titans. Last check, 12.5 points with an over-under at 46. That has moved quite a bit. Uh, throughout the last week or so since that line was created. But to make things even sweeter, you can throw down on those stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KCSN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code KCSN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, now let's welcome on Teron Davenport from ESPN. You can find him on Twitter at tdavenport underscore NFL plus his work over at ESPN, man. Before we get into this, it's been a minute. How are things for you down in Nashville? Man, life is great, man. I thank God every day. First thing I do when I wake up, man, you can't help but smile because 
I always have this motto, right? I woke up, so I won. So, yeah, man, life is great, man. I, I hope everything's awesome with you as well. Yeah, like we said before we recorded, the, the kids are good. Uh, the wife is good. So everybody's happy. So uh, everything's working well. Just trying to, you know, build this build this little company. You and I have known each other a little bit. We've got a lot of mutual friends. And I was telling you before, I said it right off the top uh, during the intro, man. But uh, really respect the hell out of what you do and how you do it. Um, not many beat writers put the amount of work into the film breakdowns and all the different things that you do to educate Titans fans. Titans fans are lucky uh, to have you on the beat, man. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. It's all love, man. I just, I just love what I do. So it's not work, to be honest with you. Yeah, you could tell when when guys just love the game. Uh, yeah. They want to put the work into it, and you're definitely one of those dudes. But uh, as we talk about this game on Sunday night between the Chiefs and Titans, two teams. Uh, at least offensively built in entirely different ways right now. Uh, when this game's on the schedule for you and you're thinking about this just top of mind, uh, what intrigues you the most high level about this matchup between the Chiefs and Titans on Sunday night? I think it's just the styles matching up, right? You have a, I don't want to call it finesse, but you have a, a, a very high-powered, high-wired, fast-break offense in the mm-hmm. Chiefs. And you, you look at that and – compared to what the Titans do, and it's just all about physicality, effort, and finish. That's Mike Brayton's motto, the mindset that echoes throughout the whole building. It's just the way it is, and I just love the way these matchups work to where you have a team in the Titans that have what I call a pack-and-play style where you you always want to pack your defense and you pack your rushing attack. Those are their two best things, and that tends to match up well on the road. So just – seeing those styles and how it makes a fight. Uh, that's what intrigues me the most. All right. Let's talk. Let's talk about the Titans offense. Let's start with Derrick Henry. Um, obviously leading league in rushing, just doing everything that he's doing or at the top of the league in rushing. Um, you know, it's easy for casual fans to look at what he's done. I guess four straight hundred yard games had the huge game against Houston again. Um, you know, besides the, the, the obvious things that we can look at, what makes him, and what they do, because if they're not blocking up front, if they're not doing things for the, if the other 10 guys aren't doing their jobs, he can't do what he does. So besides Derrick Henry, just being, you know, a beast, 6'3", 247, fast, big, all those things. Uh, what's the the key to what the Titans do offensively, particularly in the running game outside of Derrick Henry, just being a physical freak of nature? Well, I'll tell you what's happening. Initially, he was getting hit at or behind the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. On head, like through the first three games, it was like 27 out of 54 times. So mm-hmm. that was the problem. And if you look at how they set, like I wish you could come to practice and see, <laughs> because they actually have a box that's about eight yards from the line of scrimmage at the, the strip that they lay out. And that mm-hmm. box is to get their running backs trained and conditioned. All right, I'm eight yards back. But the reason why they have it that way is so that a guy like Derrick Henry could get momentum going towards the line. And if you watch how he's squirting through some of these these holes that they're opening up, I mean, this dude is through them. And when you got 6'3", 247 pounds moving, (laughs) getting downhill, it's hard to stop that. And that's what's happening. So he gets to the second level, and uh, the blocks, like everything is timed up so well. uh, And that's the other thing you have to look at because it's a lot like – like tumblers in a lot right because mm-hmm. you need everything to be all in sync and then it unlocks and you're seeing him stretch the runs put that foot in the ground 
and cut it back. And that cutback lane opens. And it, it's just it's poetry in motion, man. It's really fun to watch, like the end zone copy of that. So that's what's happening. And then yeah. he's getting to the second level and he's running well, not exploding, exploding like long runs like he typically gets. He's got caught a couple times in the little mm-hmm. ankle tackles and things like that. But I mean, that's really what's happening. Cool. I, I remember talking just when I was with the Chiefs and talking to the defensive guys, and they'd always say, kind of to your point, uh, how do you slow him down? I was like, you got to stop his feet. You can't yeah. let him get that that momentum going through that first line of the defense because, you know, a half man, half body, throwing a shoulder into a guy uh, ain't going to work if he's got a full steam ahead. You're not going to slow him down at all, even if it's, you know, Chris yeah. Jones, even if it's one of the defensive tackles. Uh, they need to stop his feet and then let everybody rally around him. Um, Offensive line, know that there have been different injuries. Obviously, all teams at some level have uh, different injuries. But uh, what's been the key for those guys up front uh, and what has them playing so well to allow Derrick Henry uh, to get that momentum and not necessarily stop his feet being the key to what he does? Yeah, I think it's that guard-center-guard combo. It starts with Ben Jones, though. He's the ultimate pro. The guy goes through all kinds of things but manages to, to play every game. I don't know how he does it, but it starts with him and, and, and the blocks that he's able to do. Aaron Brewer, the left guard, he's undersized, but he's oversized in heart. So you're seeing that. And Nate Davis has been an outstanding blocker as well. So these guys are really instrumental in making sure those cutback lanes are open for him. So I think that's where it is. Uh, Nicholas petit Ferrer, the rookie right tackle out of Ohio State, it's, they're starting to be able to, to print – T-shirts and hats that say run right. Taylor Lewan used to do run left. They could do run right, you know, because yeah. uh, that is opening up really well for them. So that's really what it is. And even um, uh, Dennis Daly, the guy they traded for from, from Carolina, he's filled in that left tackle. And, you know, he's had his ups and downs. But he has some, some good blocks last week. If you – because obviously being an unbiased uh, media reporter like you are, if, if you're looking at this game up front, uh, looking at guys like Chris Jones, uh, mainly just what he does, very similar to what uh, your guy does on the defensive side and Jeffrey Simmons. Um, where do you see the match the key matchup being? What do you see the Titans trying to do to slow him down a little bit? Yeah, Chris Jones is crazy. <laughs> That's a really good player. Go figure a fellow Mississippi State guy uh, right. along with Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah. But I think that's really where the key is, those interior guys against him. They have to be able to to move him and get him, you know, from being able to clog up those cutback lanes. It's so important, like when they run that inside zone and things like that. Mm-hmm. You'll see them work kind of like wham blocks and, and things like that where they'll bring the, the tight end across. And uh, Jones, I think that he has a free run, and out of nowhere the tight end comes in and, and, and hits yeah. him. That's how they're going to attack it. But it, it, the matchup is it's it's Chris Jones against the interior part of the offensive line. If again from a casual you know point of view and it's saying how do you slow it down? Okay, bring your safeties down. I'm sure this isn't the first time you know defense have thought about this. You know, bring the safeties down and challenge Ryan Tannehill uh, and these receivers. Uh, obviously, not having AJ Brown this year. Um, having one touchdown from a wide receiver, we could say that as Chiefs fans, we won an entire season. I think back in twenty. 13 or 2014 that we did not have a touchdown from a wide receiver. Uh, I know Robert Woods has got the one, but um, is it, is that too simple of a way of looking at it from a defensive standpoint, bring the safeties down and make Ryan Tannehill throw the ball down and beat you. See, here's the thing. When you bring those safeties down, you know, from 12 yards off the ball to eight or or what have you, Mm -hmm. now you're kind of eliminating that, that last line of defense, right? Because they're basically right there at the second level of the defense. Yeah. Go figure. 
Derrick Henry <laughs> gets to the second level of the defense, a lot of times previously he would break the long runs. I mean, if you look at a lot of his long runs, it was against stack boxes. You look at guys like Adrian Peterson, it's, it's the same way. These big guys that have speed that are able to break the tackles, once they get to that second level, they break that tackle, mm-hmm. it's a foot race, and typically those guys win it. So um, yeah. you can do that, but it, it's not always going to be a successful thing. And they block it up so well also because you got to remember they're blocking spaces for the most part and not men. So that space is st- still going to be vacated, you know? Yeah, I know I just made the assumption that Ryan Tannehill is going to play. Is that the expectation? Uh, I know he's got the ankle injury and, and a week Malik Willis starting last week, but do you expect Tannehill to play on Sunday? Yeah, I expect him to play. I, I definitely yeah. expect him. Uh, he said yesterday that it was the ankle that kept him from playing, but rest assured, it was the illness. Yeah, He practiced well, I- on Wednesday and practiced on Thursday, had a heavily take, then he didn't practice on Friday, and he missed the walkthrough on Saturday, and they left him here in Nashville when they went to Houston. It was, it was the illness. But if okay. he were to say it was, the, it was the illness, obviously when you have a stomach bug, it's not for seven days, so you can put two <laughs> and two together and get four and know that he's going to play. So it's this yeah. playing for Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going around, though. There's a lot of illness. My sister's a teacher Absolutely. out here. I guess they got like 100 kids out of their school sick right now. Yeah. And my yeah. daughter's school has got it's a lot of kids around, out there. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's flip to the other side of the, actually I want to wide receivers. I want to talk about them specifically. Just what has been, what is your just impression of what you've seen from the Titans wide receivers? Obviously Julio Jones is there, not there anymore there for a little bit. And then AJ Brown being the big one, seeing what he's doing in Philly. Uh, what have you seen from that group this year? And, and is this a, an area that you feel like Steve Spagnolo? Uh, I'm sure you've studied and know. He is not afraid to send pressure and cover zero in the red zone. He does all kinds of aggressive things, and he leaves these young DBs. It looks like Trent McDuffie is going to be back. Uh, Basically played a half of football. Uh, Got injured in the first half against the Cardinals in week one. Um, He's going to put him on an island by just blitzing the house uh, because it's the only way they've really been getting a lot of pressures by sending extra guys. Um, Are these Titans wide receivers, can they beat, Can they? are they good enough to beat one-on-one coverage when Steve Spagnuolo sends extra guys? Yeah, and that's the big question. LeJarrius Sneed, awesome, awesome corner. People don't know about him, but that's a he's really good. He's very sticky. He's aggressive. Uh, I've always been impressed by him. But I tell you what, Josh Williams on the flip side, he's all right, man. Yeah. He is all right. I like him a lot. You know, 6'3", 193 pounds, you know, uh, uh, Fayetteville State came from, HBCU, shout out, you know, got to yeah. give that. And – um these receivers, though, it's you mentioned Tannehill and the receivers being challenged and dropping the safeties in the box, coming up one on one. I'm gonna try to be calm because it's something that you take personally as a receiver. But I mean, if it if it's me and you, and you're mm-hmm. over top of me, and there's no safety over here, it's that's the equivalent to you putting your hand in my pocket, and yeah. if somebody puts your, their hand in your pocket. Typically, you, you you have to take action. You know yeah. what I mean? And they're not doing that. And it's killing me to, to watch it. I asked these guys, like, Man, do you not take this personally? And they said they do. And I asked uh, Coach Todd Downing, I asked Tanner, hey, are you guys, you know, check, back shoulder, something. We have to make teams pay. That's the mindset that you have to have. But unfortunately, they don't have it. And I, I mean, you've got big. Nick Westbrook McKinney is a bigger receiver. I'm not saying he's a premier playmaker, but he's a yeah. bigger receiver. 
back shoulder it, take a shot. Cody Hollister, a bigger receiver. Chris Conley, a bigger receiver. Take a chance with these guys, and it's not happening. And even Robert Woods, you know, he's someone that's a, a really good route runner. They're just not taking those shots, and, and it just doesn't seem like they're taking that personally. And, and just, you know, as a receiver, that's, that's the ultimate sign of disrespect. Yeah, I know he hadn't been there that long, but uh, somebody's been around Chris Conley a little bit. It was one of my favorite dudes, one of my favorite interviews. Awesome. Uh, oh. You always get something genuine, something authentic, uh, thoughtful, all of that. Love that dude. He's um, really cool to talk to, very thoughtful. Uh, the yeah. first day he was in the locker room, I asked him about the speed dating process, uh, getting <laughs> to know your quarterback quickly, and great uh, answers there. And, and then he yeah. said, I believe I'm the best blocking receiver in the league. I've always believed that, and that remains. Yeah. And uh, – Hey, I mean, this is the place good, where you, a good you place definitely to, have to take pride place to do that. Yeah, uh, he. Quick story: my when my son was, I think he may have been like one or two years old. Uh, before a Chiefs game, I had him down on the sideline. I was walking around them, and Chris was like taking, uh, was doing the kickoff warmups. He's maybe forty-five minutes, an hour before the game. Takes his helmet off, walks out of line, comes up, introduces himself to my son, takes. Uh, you know, says hi team photographer took a picture. I didn't know until he showed me afterwards and I've got the picture to this day. And for whatever reason, I know it sounds weird. Cause my son, I think he was probably like two, two and a half at that time. Uh, I know it sounds weird cause he was so young, but my son remembers that. And like, wow. he has talked about it before being like Chris Conley being one of his favorite players. Now we've talked about it after I've showed them the picture. I'm like, it's Chris Conley. I don't have the heart to tell him Chris Conley doesn't play for the chiefs anymore. So he's a little bit older now. He's old enough now where he could kind of start to figure it out. Uh, but the Madden we have that we play all the time is a few years old. So he's still on that roster. So we had not right, figured it right. out yet. But, uh, but Chris Conley's uh, one of my son's favorite players. And again, when he came back there for a little bit, I was like, oh, good. I don't have to explain to him like, hey, Chris isn't with the Chiefs anymore. But right, right. Um, yeah, anyway, let's uh, before awesome. we move on. Yeah, he, he's a good dude. Uh, before we move on to the other side, let's take a quick break so we can uh, pay some bills here at KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, we're back, and now let's talk a little bit about the other side of the ball. Let's talk about this Titans defense that 
starts up front uh, with their guys. And obviously they've got a challenge uh, with Patrick Mahomes in this offense. We're biased. We talk about it all the time, uh, but we also try to not normalize greatness around here at Tehran because I think anybody who follows the game understands what we're seeing from Patrick Mahomes combined with Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey, that this is not normal uh, with the kind of numbers and what they've been doing uh, from your perspective, again, high level, and then we'll start to dig into it. Um, what stands out to you most about the way that Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs offense has been operating this season? I think the fact that they're continuing the show without Tyree kill, I really thought that things were going to change for Kelsey with, with, uh, he'll not be in there. So I think that's the big thing. And just the way Mahomes is just able to, no matter what, find a way to get the football where it has to go. That's what's supremely impressive to me. So I would say that's really uh, the main thing with the, the passing game. And just, I mean, you look at that goal line throw he had where it, he just kind of, I, I don't know what he did, but he managed to, to get the ball to the receiver for the touchdown. It was it was crazy a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he his tendency to do that. And I would argue that you put up his career highlights so far, you know, at 27 years old up against any quarterback in NFL history from some of the stuff that we've seen from that guy. And I know that that locally uh, a lot of fans are tired of hearing about Tyreek Hill and this and that. And not necessarily because of what he's doing in Miami, but just because of what you just said and that so much was made this offseason about, well, the offense isn't going to be it's it's not even the deep shots. Cause when you really looked into the analytics, they weren't taking deep shots all the time to Tyreek, but it was the threat of those right. deep shots where you could throw a quick, you know, just hike the ball, get it to him quickly. Not even like a slip or a bubble screen, just get the ball to him because there's so much space. He's going to get seven, eight easy yards all the time where it's like, they don't have the ability to pick up those easy yards. So what are they going to do? Well, they were completely remade the physical makeup of their wide receivers. MVS, bigger, more physical guy. Obviously, Juju Smith-Schuster, bigger, more physical guy. And for those that that I had talked to that had been around Mahomes, to talk to him at, like, you know, the lack of a better expert, the X's and O's level, and that his mental acuity to play that position probably never got enough credit because it was such a get the ball to the most explosive player to ever play the game. And that, and that is Tyreek. Um, nobody moves like that dude and nobody's going to do anything. He's always going to put up numbers, but it was going to take Mahomes either. He can't get those easy yards anymore. And so I know chiefs fans are tired of hearing about it, but we're seeing the maturation of Mahomes in a lot of ways, but we're also seeing what was always there. And now it's, we don't have to try to get the ball because we feel pressure that we should be getting the ball to a player with those physical abilities. And now the ball is being spread out a little bit more. And Travis Kelsey is just, the greatest to ever do it. I keep, I think it's like the fourth time I've said the greatest to ever do it, but what, what impresses you? You're shaking your head. What impresses you most when you watch Travis Kelsey on film? Uh, he has this special sauce that he puts on routes. It just makes it so hard to cover, man. And I shake my head because I got to go to the first tight end you. And oh, I, oh, watched that's right. yeah, I watched him go through the details of routes. And the one time he was talking about at the top of the route, how you make a move like this and you plant and you push off. And, you know, he's very animated when he talks. Yeah. Colorful, too, with the, you know, with the words. Yeah. And he was just like, you compare it to a pitcher pushing off the mound. Mm -hmm. And the way he explained, you know, planting and exploding out of your brakes, I was just like, 
this is cool, man. <laughs> and yeah. my respect for him just elevated even more. I've always loved he's been one of my favorite tight ends, you know, for quite some time, years now. And just the way he's able to get open, his understanding of how to set people up in man defense, his understanding of how to settle in windows and zone. And then when he catches the ball, he'll get out on you too. You know, he yeah. can get to those yards after the catch. So he's just he's just a, a, a really an awesome, a great, great player. That's cool. I would, that would be special to hear. I've, I've heard a little bit of it, not to that level. And I think I've seen some video clips of him kind of going through that, at least briefly, uh, some of the stuff he did at tight end you. And I've made the point that, you know, he's going to make more money after football. I mean, obviously the same with his podcast now with his brother, like he is going to be somebody that is on TV, national TV, doing whatever yeah. he wants to do. Um, he has that presence. Yes. And I had yeah. made the point that, you know, he's going to shatter every tight end record there is depending upon how long he wants to play. And I was like, the way that his game could translate, and this is not a knock on him because Antonio Gates is also one of the five best or whatever you want to put him to ever do it. But we saw a, you know, 39, however old he was, like couldn't move real well, but he still found a way to get open. Like Travis Kelsey can run a wide stick at 45 years old. Like he'll know where to go. He knows how to read a defense. He can settle in those windows to your point. The fact that Patrick Mahomes is still going to be there, like Travis Kelsey is going to be get open at 45. I don't know if he wants to play that long. Um, hopefully he does, hopefully he wants to play for at least a few more years, but uh, yeah. yeah, he's special. Really is. One uh when you talk about the Titans defense, we'll talk a little bit about the Chiefs wide receivers here in a second, but uh let's flip to the what the Titans like to do defensively because I talked about earlier in the week looking at some of the pro football focus numbers, one of the top um you know pass rush graded teams on pro football focus. I know it starts with 98 up front with Jeffrey Simmons, but Let's start with Simmons. Just what makes this guy so good and why does he not get more love nationally? Because he is within that tier of Chris Jones, Aaron Donald. Like he is that uh, Aaron Donald, maybe a little different, uh, but he is one of those guys that could absolutely wreck a game up front. What makes him so special? It's just the mix of talent that he has. He told me that he wanted to cut down the weight a little bit so it would be a little bit faster and more swift. And you could see that. But as soon as he told me that, I say, Big Jeff, what about the power? <laughs> they said, oh, no, the bull rush is still going to be there. And you watched last week's game. It showed you how he could impact the pass game, but also the run. Damian Pierce had a, had a, a run uh, between the tackles. And Simmons just grabbed the, the guard, drove him back, and used the guard as a prop to tackle Pierce. That's the strength that he has. You watch him go against Quentin Nelson. I mean, he's folding Quentin Nelson like the church banquet chair sometimes. <laughs> Oftentimes, we'll say. So I think it's just that mix. But I'm going to tell you what I feel separates him from most other D-tackles. The only other D-tackle I've seen that, that does this consistently is Fletcher Cox. <laughs> Running receivers down 20 yards down the field. Go back and watch the Commanders game. Terry McLaurin broke about 716 tackles, and Jeffrey Simmons tackled him 25 yards down the field. Here's the thing, though. He came back the next play. Carson Wentz scrambled to the left. He ran Carson Wentz down and got a sack by, by forcing him out of bounds because Wentz couldn't turn the corner. Mm -hmm. And then the Joker had a nerve to play the next play. I don't remember what he did, but just the fact that he was in the game after running a receiver down 25 yards down the field. Going this way, 15 yards. Yeah, it's like, hey, man. <laughs> Take a on. break. Yeah. 
but he didn't. You know, so I think that all combines just what he's able to do against the run and, and the pass. That makes him unique, man. He's he's a heck of a player. They rally around him. His effort and finish, go figure. The Mike Vrabel mantra, it, it, it's he's a walking definition of what the Titans want to be, period. Yeah. Starts with him up front, but obviously he can't do everything himself for you guys to be as good. And I said you guys being the Titans. Uh, no, I probably for for what the Titans love to do, um, he can't do it all himself. What else stands out about that defense? Uh, yeah. Where else are the, the areas that Chiefs fans should be worried? Because that matchup in particular, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, Joe Tooney, that's the strength of the Chiefs offensive line is that interior where they've really struggled have been on the tackles as far as getting pressure. Now, Mahomes is very good at eluding that pressure. He can make plays, obviously, outside the pocket. Everybody has seen that. But uh, outside of Simmons, what makes this defense stand out and has been so successful? Well, staying on that defensive front, Tier Tart is a budding player. Uh, he's had – I mean, he leads team pass breakups. That's a D tackle. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it to you that way. But, you know, he's another powerful one. He's actually probably stronger than, than Simmons is. But you got him lining up next to him. They rotate in a, a guy by the name of Kevin Strong. You got Mario Edwards getting getting reps in there too. Um, and then on, on the, ex, the outside there, I mean, Bud Dupree – he doesn't have all the sack numbers, but, you know, he's a lot of times the trigger guy on their, their stunts where he'll loop, he'll come inside and they'll loop around him. And, and Danico Autry, um, I, I will say this, it's hard to be more underrated than Simmons is, but Danico Autry has quietly been one of the most consistent players over the last season and seven games. And he just, on stunts, I guess, he just – He's just a, a really good player, man. Coming off the edge, they bump him inside sometimes. That's really what makes the, the defense itself is fueled by that front. They're able to, to play strong against the run with just four guys that could they could, you know, you could rush for and drop seven against the passing game. And you look at the second level of the defense, watch 51 this week, mm-hmm. David Long Jr., outstanding player. He plays like he's on fire, literally. I love mm-hmm. watching him play. The secondary, I mean, Kevin Byard is, is right there. He's one of the best safeties in the league. I'm not sure if Amani Hooker is going to play this week. That could be a, a, a big-time problem. But then you look on the outside, Christian Fulton is a very, very good corner. It's funny, uh, a couple weeks ago after the um, the Colts game, we were talking about Sky Moore. <laughs> I was telling him about how Sky Moore is so swift at the line of scrimmage and, and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool just talking shot with him because it's like, he doesn't get targeted a lot, so he has to make sure he doesn't fall asleep. And yeah. uh, that's unfortunately what happened to him in the season opener. He kind of fell asleep a bit, gave up a 65-yard reception for a touchdown to Sterling uh, Sterling Sharp, Sharp, Sterling Shepard, excuse me. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think all levels of the defense, they're, they're really solid, and, and that's really what, what makes them so good. And, and running the football against them is, is, is hard to do. Yeah, we just mentioned the front and just looking at and not that I've studied them like you have, but just going through the draft process and knowing what these guys' skill sets are. You got some dudes who can run in that secondary with Zach yeah. Cunningham, uh, David Long, and then obviously the guy I just mentioned, Christian Fulton. Like those guys can can run and get after it. Uh, as they're going up against Mahomes, what's the key matchup uh, for you? What's the not key matchup, but what's the key uh, to that secondary uh, from what you've seen between obviously covering the Titans and what they like to do uh, defensively, and then what Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs' offense has been so good with? Yeah, I think, and I drew this up uh, for Whiteboard Wednesday how. They like to isolate Travis Kelsey uh, backside. 
So mm-hmm. it's going to really be about getting a body on him. And we, we talk about how he's so good against man or his own. Uh, you got to get a body on him. You can't allow him to get that free release, you know, free access type of plays because that's when he's at his best, you know, when he's able to just weave through the secondary. So that's the key. Um, these receivers are big, as you mentioned. You know, Juju Smith-Schultz, he's essentially a tight end. You know, yeah. he, he's just big as these move tight ends. So you got to just rally to the football and tackle. That's the main thing. But you can't forget about Nicole Hardman and the deep speed that he has. I know it hasn't been ultra impactful, but that element is still there. And the Titans have struggled um, at times with giving up explosive plays. So that's something that they have to make sure they don't allow uh, in, in this game. Yeah, I know a lot of Chiefs fans will be paying attention to these number 19, uh, the new guy, Kadarius Tony, uh, joining the team. Don't know how much he's going to get in there, how many packages uh, they'll have for him in this game. But you talk about explosive plays. Uh, it's reason that he's there. You know, give him a chance. Uh, I know Brett Veach and their crew uh, giving him a chance. It's a, it's a very Brett Veach-like move uh, to make on a, you know, underperforming, you could say, first-round pick that's not super expensive, don't give up a lot of resources for him, and you put him in a situation where uh, Coach Reed could figure out a way uh, to get him open. I want to get your predictions on this game, put you on the spot a little bit after this quick break uh, from a few of our sponsors. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. All right, we're here with Teron Davenport of ESPN, breaking down the Chiefs and the Titans matchup, Teron. Now it's time to put you on the spot a little bit. Uh, I know when you look at you know our DraftKings line, it's you know, a couple, it's two possessions, uh, and it has yeah. it's been fluctuating a little bit. Um, First, before your prediction, do you think is that disrespectful uh, to the Titans on what you see the line is right now, or is that do you think that's a fair line? Last I looked, it was 12 and a half. Well, I think if you look at the Bills game <laughs> uh, week two, you know, that was a complete embarrassment. So, and the offenses are similar as far as the explosiveness. So, I, I, I don't think it's a, it's a disrespectful thing, especially with the question marks around Tannehill. I would expect that line to shift uh, later this week. So, but the Titans yeah. wouldn't have it any other way. You know, Jeff yeah. Simmons, he, he told me, he said, man, it's me against the world. And I love having that mindset. And that's what it is. And yeah, everybody's picking them. But, you know, for me, it, it's about us. Yeah. All right. What is your prediction or what are you expecting to happen on Sunday night as best you could predict? Well, Jeffrey Simmons said everybody's picking them, meaning the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I'm picking them too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I would say I love- 28 to 24. I, I would, I, okay. if I was a gambling person, I would definitely hammer that line. I think the Titans, yeah. uh, you look outside of that Bills game, everything for the most part has been a one possession game. And they've played more one possession games than pretty much all other teams over the last, you know, three years. So 
I, I think oh one score game, excuse me, differential. Yeah. Um, I, I would go that route. I would go that route. Uh, I say 28-24. I think Patrick Mahomes does something late, and and they come back and, and they beat the Titans. All right. I know the game obviously being at Arrowhead, we, everybody's talked to me, talked right off the top of the show. Uh, Andy Reid, 20-3 and in his career coming off a of bye, 12-1 and at home. Uh, but, yeah, I – I hesitate to make predictions. I do just because I always ask and tell people my predictions, but I couldn't have been more wrong for most of the season. Every time they go up against, you know, the Buccaneers who at the time were the number one defense and number one scoring defense at the time when they played them. Uh, so this is not going to be a get right game. Cause I think it was right after the Colts game. Uh, I was like, you know, the Bucks is not going to be a get right game for the chiefs offense. It's going to be a grinded out. They're going to, you know, struggle to put up points. So Chiefs fans just lower your expectations for this and they go out on fire and just do every everything clicking offensively. And then they go up against the 49ers uh, last game. And I was like, this is not going to be a get right game for the Chiefs offense. Like, you know, these guys are good. They can do their thing. Uh, and then they come out absolutely on fire. And I'm hesitating the same thing against the Titans. Like these guys can get after it up front. But every time I've said that, they've come out on absolute fire. I don't know if they just rise to the level or just the game plan being so good. I don't know what it is, but uh, every time I've predicted the offense, like, hey, tip your expectations a little bit, they come out and absolutely uh, light the world on fire. But, uh, Teron, man, appreciate you for joining us. Do you have any final thoughts or things that you think Chiefs Chiefs fans should be aware of of this Titan team going into this game on Sunday night? I think it's all out there, man. Derrick Henry, that's what it is. Derrick Henry in defense, you know, and and that's – just watch that, man. Watch, watch that front, though. They are fun, 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 man. <laughs> they embarrass people, so it's going to be interesting watching that. I've told the story a handful of times, but you'll appreciate as much as anybody that uh, the year the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, I was the sideline reporter uh, for the radio network, so I got to be down on the field. And my opinion, and I already like Tyron Matthews, one of my guys. I love Tyron. I love what he's about. I love how he speaks his mind. Um, my opinion of that, and I'll call him the little dude, because <laughs> um, my opinion of that little dude changed the Titans game. There's a play that a tackle was made on the sideline, not more than 10 feet in front of me. And it was Derrick Henry, full speed. Tyron runs up, hits him like right above the thigh, right around the thigh, brings him down on his own. They both get up and like, you know, can't repeat what they were saying, but showing each other respect for the play that they both just made. And when I saw Derrick Henry stand up in front of Tyron to see how much bigger he was, I never looked at Tyron the same way again. I'm like, how did you at your size take that dude down as fast as I saw him running? And it's one thing to see a guy who's 6'4", 240, uh, not in pads, but to see a dude in pads and how quickly they move. I never looked at Tyron the same way. I was just like, yeah. you, they are built different uh, to yeah. go out there on their field, on that field and do what they do, man. Absolutely, man. He's, that's one of those guys that brings jukes, man. He brings yeah. all the jukes. You could tell when he's on the field. Absolutely. All right, man. Uh, that is Teron Davenport again. You can find him on Twitter at T Davenport underscore NFL covering the Titans. You can catch his content leading up to this matchup as well. And we'll have plenty more content here at KCSN getting you ready for that later today. You can find uh, the defensive breakdown with Craig Stout, Mike DeVito, and the Chiefs all-time leading tackler, Derek Johnson, on our YouTube channel, breaking everything down. But we know there's a lot of great places to get your Chiefs content. We appreciate KC Sports Network being one of them. And we'll have you covered, like I said, up until Sunday night's game. Until then, we'll see you all later. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. 
But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.